0: thinking what are we gonna be wearing yo i'm a liverpool mc you can't test me big up the girls inside the party let's get down to crazy gimme. big got myself the all this i'll be the one and only the turkish mc always love like the clothes of gimme. i'm your one i wanna be jimmy
2: star's new celebrity will take you out hello 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 everybody welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment we're back yay (laughs) he's back i'm not i am back ready to rock and roll we're gonna have a great show for you guys today we have uh sandy helberg and Labouche, lane mccray from Labouche coming on it's gonna be a great show uh before we get started let's say hi to everybody starting off with my cool outrageous man about town co-host mr ron
3: russell do not expect much from me today I'm still sick with this stupid fucking whatever it is that I have. Flu, strep throat, syphilis, gonorrhea, poison, pregnancy. I don't know what the hell I've got. But anyway, they're giving me Augmentum for it. And the Augmentum makes you feel weird. Do not drink when you take Augmentum. Yeah, he
2: found that out Saturday.
3: I had a simple glass of white wine and I was smashed. I mean, polluted. It wasn't loaded, even a big one. It was Bombed. Yeah, and I was warned about it. They said that augmenting will, you know, increase the whatever. Who gives a shit? I don't feel so good. My voice hurts. I'm going to be coughing through the show. Snots are going to be falling out of my nose, so bear with me. Anyway, we've got to also say hello, and and we missed you,
2: Mr. Chad Murphy, the man behind the boards at W4CY. Syphilis
4: and gonorrhea. Bummer.
3: Oh, crabs clapped. What else, can you he got, got
4: it all, huh?
3: Look, chlamydia. <laughs> how, what other SDs? A bummer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ant bites, spider bites, snake bites. All
4: right. Well,
5: you got to like well,
3: love it. Back. We want to say hi
2: to the chat room, everybody. What's up, chat room? Um, as you're coming into the chat room, I want to say hi to Michaela Singleton in the chat room. What's up? Hey, Michaela. Thank <clears throat> you for all you do, honey. And uh, wow, I just lost my. I had to cough too. That's,
0: That's because terrible. you're a
2: sick queen, also, honey. <laughs> But look, we're in our very floral shirts. We're in Palm Springs,
3: and I'm in flamingos. He's got flamingos in Palm Springs. It's my trees. new shirt, and I got it at Marshalls. Got so much, but I pay $7? seven dollars, seven ninety nine, seven ninety nine for this cute little shirt. With I the got flamingo. mine for seven ninety nine too. Isn't that nice? Chad? The only thing is, Not if bad. you wash them once, they dissipate. They just fall into <laughs> tissue paper. Turn into solid so colors.
4: They're,
3: <laughs> they're, they're one one time wears or never wash them and just let them smell because they do dissipate. The cotton on this shirt is so friggin' thin.
2: And look, I have pink shorts on to match my oh, pink glasses. sit
3: down, you big Everybody fake. loves
2: it.
3: Yeah, you <laughs> fucking fed. Mm, pink, 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 pink. I love pink. Oh, Chad, do you own anything pink? You have pink all, all over your shirt. No, I just have flamingos, fairy face. That's not pink. That's their this pink called, It's called flamingo. Pink Fruit. flamingo. Fruit, Chad, Fruit, do you blue. not wear pink at all?
4: No, sir. I mean, I don't mind pink, but I uh, don't only pink or purple. I have
2: Sir, to get
3: you he's, but, he's a Butch man, not a sissy fairy girl body <laughs> bitch like you yeah. are. Nice. Oh, you goodness. big sissy girl. <laughs> such a fruit loop.
2: <laughs> so I hope everybody had a nice Labor Day this weekend.
3: And uh, oh, Labor Day. That was laborious
2: laborious Yes, uh, it was labor I ha- actually hate those days where we like get rid of uh, a day because like it messes everything up. Because like today should really only be Tuesday and. Work-wise, I'm really only on Monday. And- well, I
3: wrote on Facebook, I don't feel like working today because I don't feel good. I'd rather be in a rowboat in Central Park floating, looking at the skyline through the trees. That's my dream. I love New York City in the hot weather. And they had 92 yesterday. Let me pull my shirt. I look like a humpback. Um, they had 92 yesterday. And you know when that's 92 in the city, the bricks heat up and then they send out more heat so you can really bake your balls off in that town
2: so we want to give a shout out Eileen Shapiro in the chat room and she Ooh, says she Eileen. loves the pink so there oh Eileen
3: <laughs> loves pink but she's a girl she could be in pink but she you, got pink hair I know but but <laughs> faggissimo, you you don't need it hang on let me see Queen me Esther flex your thing here what's the matter huh this is like flipped up no that's supposed to be homo
2: oh doesn't. well well, this one's not flipped up on this side because i didn't
3: flip up the fuck (laughs) get off my back before this mic goes right up your ass i'm not in the mood don't fuck with me today fellas watch your language jay oh please as joan crawford said in that movie we were watching some hideous hit show last night where this little twerpy bitch every other word was fuck out of her mouth and i said to jimmy you know something I can't stand it anymore hearing that word continuously is annoying it's a it's a fun word you use it to 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 um, put a point on a on a on a thing, like talking about Eileen. You know, if you say Eileen's breasts are large, it's okay. It doesn't work. But if you say her tits are fucking big, then it has power and potency, right, Eileen?
2: Well, you have to hit ITV, everybody, if you want to. Like, we'll see us live in the show he doesn't like, whichever the whole world likes but him is Ozark. It's horrible. And it's an awesome <laughs> show. Chad, have you ever seen Ozark? I haven't. Oh, no, it's it's, a, it's an incredibly it's a terribly, great show. It's
3: terribly lit. Everybody looks it's 150. That's because it's in Ozark. The sun doesn't I come out there. I don't care, <laughs> but that poor star, that woman, she looks wretched. She looks old. Laura Linney.
2: She is getting old. And older. I love
3: her. No, but she can look better than that. She looks worn out. She looks like she was raped well, if by your a your was If your
2: husband was laundering money for the cartel and everybody was getting killed, you'd look all tattered, too. No, I
3: would i have <laughs> facials, <laughs> lashes, lipstick, beautiful hair You know, when you have $500 million, you could look a. Meanwhile, but they don't everybody, get to keep that, wait remember. a second. If I cough and a chunk of phlegm comes out and hits the camera, bear with it. Put on, on, your, it 3D glasses, <laughs> yeah, put on your 3D glasses, folks. Yeah, put on 3D glasses. Right. Oh, I hate this crap, what I got. I got it, and I don't care what anybody says. I love, 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 and adore my Sadie cats. Now, Sadie Katz has been on our show three times. She's the scream queen. She's shooting next week her new movie. I wish I could remember the title for you, Sadie, to plug it, but we're going to plug it when it comes out. But anyway, she's shooting a new really big time horror movie, and she came to our house for dinner. And, you know, Sadie and I love each other. We hug and kiss, and she sits on my lap because I'm like her daddy, her old man grandfather. Like real dad, not like daddy. Not not sugar daddy. I'm I'm gay, (laughs) honey. Let's get the record straight. I'm gay. So anyway, I called Sadie this week to get a phone number of somebody that I'm working with that I want to do something with, Lainey Kazan and Lily McLeod. So I'm doing a production number here in Palm Springs, trying to get it off the ground, which I think will be sensational. It'll be Lily McLeod and Lainey Kazan singing together on a stage. Lily will be singing all the now stuff and Lainey will be singing the classic and then they'll switch and then they'll do a duet I think the two of them together are going to blow the roof off of any uh, building that they play in anyway we're seeing I'm negotiating with Laney. Lily has already said she'd love to now it's up to Laney to decide whether or not she can and will do it I'm pretty sure she will but anyway I had to call Sadie to get the number of two guys that I need to work with and she said hello I said Sadie what's wrong? She says I can't speak. I have no throat. I said are oh, you a little bitch? I can't believe that You brought the, you know that that contamination. <laughs> she just got sick though this week and you were no, sick no, last no. week. No, so no, no. I asked her how long have you been sick? She said for months. Oh, okay. I said for months, Sadie, and now you're shooting next week. Typhoid Mary, she's going to give the whole set strep throat. Anyway, not really true. I shouldn't say that. Sadie just has a cold. I like to make fun of everything.
2: Illy Illy from Estonia just joined us. Hello, Illy. How are you? Hi, Uh, honey.
3: How's Estonia getting along? I could never live in Estonia because they'd say Ron Russell is Estonia. Yeah. (laughs) Again. (laughs) You kind of like love it. Ron Russell lives in Estonia. Get stoned, baby. Meanwhile, meanwhile. That thing about marijuana, the the chemical marijuana in gummy bears, it's not in gummy bears, folks. It's somewhere where marijuana it's is synthetic. not legal. Shut your mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. I'll stick this mic No, right I do there. know. It's, I right read down it. your throat goes the mic, the wire, and it's the It's any place that's camera. doing the
2: synthetic ones, not the real ones. What are you talking about?
3: Synthetic marijuana is what's yes, killing people. Yes, but you let me finish, Homer, it's, Okay, hurry up. it's in states that do not allow marijuana so what you're doing is you just kill 62 people by manufacturing illegal marijuana chemical shit yes. synthetic that's not that's illegal. what i said <laughs> listen if you keep it up you're gonna see those glasses you're gonna, i know but you gotta give you're the right information you looking at your ass when you you see. have to
2: give the right information if you live in a state that marijuana is not they legal and they're selling me with synthetic when no they don't and they're selling synthetic don't marijuana don't you people understand.
3: are dying from it Sixty-two people. I don't died. do it anyway,
2: so it doesn't matter. Sixty-two,
3: but it wasn't gummy bears. It was from a joint. They were giving. They were selling marijuana laced with some kind of chemical poison shit that no, kills. Fake that's, marijuana. That's synthetic. Oh my! And that's God. what a synthetic oh. joint. And that's what they oh, died from. Let's call the lawyer. I need a divorce. I can't <laughs> yeah. go on it. Anyway. Anyway, states make it legal so that people won't be fed poisonous crap that kills them. California gummy bears are delicious. They're fun. Everybody takes them. There's not a person in California, I don't know, that hasn't taken a little nibble on a gummy bear. I haven't. There's a lot of things that you don't do, and I wish <laughs> you would, so I wouldn't have to go tramping around the gutters yeah. looking for guys to do what yeah. you don't do. Right. So how do you like that?
2: Mm-hmm. Dave from Stars Now just joined us. Hello. He said it's good to see us both Hey,
3: back. Dave. Good to see you. I, I don't see you. Good to hear from you. There you go. Good to hear from you. What's going on in your life, Dave? Dave how's the he, sex he life? He said he's good? busy. <laughs> Are you still getting it up? You're still having a good time, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <listen> to you. <laughs> we talked about uh, our p- our penises. Uh, I went to a big fair on Saturday night for the Carmen Miranda Festival night that my friend Denae Montague King had up at his house. And one of the people there came over to me and said, you know, you're an older man. I said, well, probably. I mean, let's not discuss it. But anyway, he said, at what age do you not get erections anymore? And I said, What? He said, well, how old are you? I said, I'm 78 years old. He said, do you still get erections? I said, of course I do. What, 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 why do you think about it? He said, well, I'm approaching my 50s and I only get a half a hard-on. I said, well, a half a loaf is better than none, but I understand what you're saying. It's <laughs> <That was> terrible. <laughs> what am I going to tell? I'm a doctor of dick now, do, dick doctor? So I said to him... Go get a penile implant, because I know a lot of people that have had penile implants. They put a pump in your testicle. They put two rods in your wang, and you pump it up, and you got a cock like an 18-year-old. You can break walnuts with it. You could line 20 queens up and bang them all at once, you know, and never drop a hard-on. So he got excited. He said, well, how much does that cost about – I said, what do I look like, a salesman for dick pumps? I don't know what they (laughs) cost. I'm sure it's a lot of money. But anyway – So that was what I was asked because I'm an old man. He expected me to say, yeah, it's a dead. You know, limp thing. How could I be limp with a young husband like Jimmy? <laughs> that's
2: right. I'm young, even though he calls me old everywhere. <laughs> but look at the two of us. I mean, who really is the old? Fuck? Okay, that's just because I'm fat. No, that's because, that's, because, that's
3: because you're a, a, a waspy mess. They say you don't look
2: seventy-eight. Dave's laughing and Dave, Dave, you don't need a pump, right, baby? You can I'm
3: that guy going.
2: And I'm going to lose <clears throat> fifteen pounds and then I'll look good like Chad. Because Chad was a little heavy when we first met him, and Chad, Chad not was now.
3: sexy. He's
2: always been sexy. Se-
3: Chad could go to three. Chad, are
2: you thin sexy. and super buff now, like you were?
4: No, nah, I'm bulky looking, but I got a little bit of a tire, but I hide it well.
3: Oh, yeah, that, that, I don't hide mine well. <laughs> Chad is a piece of ass, I gotta tell you. If you folks out there saw what Chad look like, oh, oh, oh. He is one hot tamale. He's Chad. Six. Chad. Chad, whatever the fuck your name is, <laughs> faggot. I don't give a shit. <laughs> 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 that He's was not terrible. A fag- He's not a faggot, by the way. He's straight, <laughs> but we love him. I know you. How many years do I know you now, Puto? About seven years, six, no, seven seems years. Long, six. Many
2: years. Five, 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 years five years.
3: I know you, and I've been in love with you for five years, which is such a like sweet Feels like ten or fifteen, 15. huh?
4: So it feels like ten or fifteen.
2: Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't it? it yeah.
3: Good. When you really like somebody, the friendship feels great. It's when you don't like them, you say, how long have I been friends with you? Three years? Oh, yeah, how did I do it? Yeah. You know, anything stressful is not good. Eileen says I'm sexy. <laughs> oh, Eileen, you know. Please. I did a
2: Skype with her the, uh, one morning last like, well, That day they came on the show. Her and Aaron and Jason came on, and I didn't have a shirt on, and I looked good. Even though I'm a little fat.
3: <laughs> did you see the belly on him? He looks nine now because the belly, see nine if you notice, months. the belly doesn't sew. Oh, well, did you see the hanging tits with the big pointy nipples? No. Oh, One and he nipples. looks like the old Fredericks of Hollywood bra. Remember years ago, the Hollywood <laughs> Fredericks of Hollywood bra, where the tits came to a point? Well, that's Jimmy. When he sits without his shirt, his tits come to a total point. Now they do I got to be careful. I lost three pounds. I rolled over. It. One went in my ear. broke my eardrum. Yeah. So we got to call our first guest. Uh.
2: Um, so, Chad. While we're calling our first guest, let's play American High's "Shake Halvo." Right. The song is number sixteen, I think, on the Independent Music Network's uh, mainstream hits charts right now, and it's a great song. We love them. It's done by American High, who's been on the show many times. So, please enjoy "Shake Halvo" while we call our first guest, Sandy
3: Helberg. Prohibition ushered in a period of violence, gang wars,
4: and Tommy guns were the byword of the day. Speakeasy sprang up all over the land, and the police had to
1: seek them out. Now, here they follow a tip. The plans are made for a raid. The question is, is it a real tip or a phony? They'll soon find out.
4: Jimbo, there you go. Yeah.
2: All right, everybody. That was American High Shay Calvo. Now, say something real quick, Sandy, before we do an introduction to make sure everybody can hear you.
1: So here I am, Sandy Helberg, sitting in my kitchen, and you're looking out the window.
3: There you go. Perfect. My favorite place are kitchens. You know, I love that. <laughs> no, Where seriously. <laughs> I go back. I go back to New York, and all my friends want to see me. They want to go to this restaurant. I say no. I want to go to your house in Brooklyn, sit in your kitchen, have coffee and Entenmann's crumb cake, and I'm quelling I'm quelling all over the place.
1: <laughs> well, uh, we're uh, we're going to build a uh, new house, three thousand square feet. Twenty five hundred square feet is a kitchen. Good for you. Because that's where everyone is, you know.
3: Isn't that yeah. terrible? In my house, too, we have a big party, and the kitchen's crowded. I'm trying to cook, and everybody's all over me, and I, I just can't stand it. So, so hang now, on,
1: we got to do
2: an wait, intro. So now right?
3: I'm having a wall put up so and a door to keep people out of my kitchen. Thanks, God.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks, God. <That's> <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> all right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented Sandy Helberg. Hello, and welcome to the show.
1: Hello, everybody. Howdy, howdy, howdy.
2: Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man-about-town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. We just met, and he looks like he's going to be a great guest.
4: Mm.
5: As
2: he's sucking down water. Good. Frozen, <laughs> frozen. Then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy.
4: Sandy, Sandy,
1: Sandy, welcome. How are you, Chad? you got that great radio voice. Oh, he's
4: great. Been doing this too he- long.
2: He's got- <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it too long. Yeah. No, he's got a gorgeous voice. Yeah. Then, then we have a chat room full of people from all over the place. So say hi to
3: everybody in the chat room.
1: Hello, everybody in the chat room. I hope it doesn't get too crowded in there.
3: Yeah, it's going to get they crowded. They kick them. They kick them out if it does, which is sad and that pisses me off. <laughs> How many people, you know, text message us saying we can't get in? They keep kicking us out. Yeah,
2: if too many people show up, it gets kicked That's out. That's
3: Facebook's problem. Why do they not allow a lot of people? I don't know. It's a lot of people. Believe me, it's just even hundred and fifty. We have thousands. We, we, you're, you know, you're being watched by almost five million people. That's what our show pulls all over the world.
1: You know, I've done shows in theaters two, three hundred people. Never did a show in front of 4 million people live. You can't get that many people into a
3: theater. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> no, but actually, actually, we're closer to five million now. I understand. It's gone up quite a bit. But I had no idea that this stupid, shitty, little, crappy show would ever be so popular. Which, so why know, am
1: I on this stupid, crappy, little <laughs> show be,
3: then? Be, because you couldn't get on anybody else's show that was good. <laughs> <laughs> if I had Johnny, a job in the Johnny, last year, Johnny Carson's dead. Johnny I'll Carson. tell you one reason why you're on. Because okay. <laughs> you, I got your background. I don't even know who you no, are. Uh, he doesn't J- know anything about but you. But Jimmy told you your work record, and let me tell you something. You are so welcome on our show. Oh, thank you, Steve. you got a good First work First of all, record. I'm very
2: good friends with a, a fellow named Steve Joyner, who I guess you're friends with Steve Joyner, and he introduced us, so we want to give a shout-out. Hey, Steve Joyner, what's up? Hey, Steve up?
1: Joyner, Steve, hey, hope you're feeling better.
2: There you go. Oh, and he's then, got the flu,
3: too? And uh, no, nah, he was in car accident. Anyway, car accident? Oh, anyway, in car accident? Um, oh hey, Steve. What what was his name, Steve? Steve. Steve, I'm sending you all positive healing energy. There you go. Another
2: reason why you're on, even though you've got a lot of great credits, one of Ron's favorite movies is Hollywood Nights. And you're in Hollywood Nights, and I he's mean, a huge friend, Drescher friend. We had her on our show. They talked about Hollywood Nights. His daughters, everybody loves in this family, loves Hollywood Nights. And I was like, it. he was in Hollywood Nights. We watch it once a year. Listen,
3: we play There's it. no
1: accounting for taste.
3: Oh, stop, <laughs> it. stop it, stop it, stop it. My children, girls, were young. They were very young. And uh, their mom disappeared. She didn't want to be married anymore, so she abandoned the kids and me. And I had I mean, a lot of...
1: I saw this movie.
3: But wait a minute! I had a lot of problem with my kids, so I found this movie called Hollywood Nights, and I played it for my children, and they laughed so hard. I'm gonna cry. It made me happy that I was able to make my children happy at a bad time. And you played the cop, and you were hilarious also in that with the piss, with the pissing in the in the, uh, the, the bowl. I mean, get get out of here! But the best part of the movie was for Drescher. I, Turk, you came? Oh, I can't believe you came. Turk. I mean, I said that when I did Franny on our show, I did it. Franny was hysterical. She said, oh, my God, don't say that. I said that was your line. Oh, Turk, you came with that really whiny Jew broad voice of hers, you know. Her her forest hills uh, voice. I'm Jewish. I'm allowed to say Jew.
1: Really? Yeah. You You know, I'm Jewish.
3: Uh, I didn't know we don't. You know you don't look Jewish. I'm Italian. Well, <laughs> most
1: people think I'm Puerto Rican. You know. Uh, well, I'm
3: Italian. They think I'm I'm Hispanic sometimes too. Mostly Jewish, but I don't even think I'm Jewish. They hoped of. I was Jewish before we got married. Yeah. And then we found out I was a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know because my father's background was. All, they were all Jews from Genoa, Italy. You know, Ranzoni Macaroni Jews. The yeah. Piotr- Fiat company of Jews. People think that Jews are only German or Polish. Right. They don't realize that Jews Jewish is just a religion. It's not a nationality.
1: No, so, I'm German. I was born in Germany. And my yeah, parents were Polish. And we're Jews.
3: Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it, it's not a nationality. It's just a right. religion. Right. And I in my later my I've never had a religion, but in my later life. I lean towards the Jewish faith more than any other faith, because you know why? It's closest to the first Bible or the first writing about aliens that came here from right. another another planet billions of years ago, and that's my connection with Judaism.
1: Hold yeah, on. I'm an alien wow. from another country. Uh, no, I'm,
3: from an alien. I'm an alien. My my background was an alien from another planet. We all are.
1: Wow. <laughs> Well, when we when we came from Germany to Ohio, and I was an alien, I was an alien from another planet. I didn't look like anybody in our town. I was a short guy with a big ears and nose and hair and glasses and two feet tall. And all the other kids were blonde-haired and blue-eyed and wore overalls. And I came up to their waist, and they used to tap me on the head and say, Good little Jew. Good, nice little Jew. Oh. You know, I was like a, a pet. And, uh, <laughs> for a
3: nickname. It's for not a nickname, even funny, it's sad.
1: No, no, but be, they uh, because I was born in Germany, and of course, the first day they go around the class, and where are you from? Michigan, Ohio, how about you? Deutschland!
5: And so, <laughs> Deutschland.
1: so they began calling me, the kids uh, Hitler. Oh, that was Jesus. my nickname. And at home, I would get a call. My father would say hello, and he'd, they'd say, "So is Hitler there?" My <laughs> father would say, "What are you talking about? This is not nice." A... No, 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 Dad, that means they like me. They call me Hitler. They like me. Don't hang up. on them. <laughs> uh, Hitler, yeah. I mean, no, when oh, I was when
3: when I was a kid, we'd play ball in the street. Right. And if a Cadillac came by and drove slowly, the kids would say, Mom, move, you fucking Jews. And I'd <laughs> say, you know, why are you calling them Jews? You don't know who they are. They're in a the car. Only Jews own Cadillacs. So I said to my father, why is it that whenever the, the Cadillac drives by, everybody calls a Jew? My father said, jealous.
1: Yes, but my father always said, jealous. You know When I used to... When I, uh, in school, because my parents only spoke Yiddish to me in the house, so by the time I got to school, I sounded like Jackie Mason. I would say, come on, boys, we played baseball, I hit the bullet on the bases, I slide, you hit it, you do I it. I
3: love Jackie. I, I, met him, I met him many, many years ago at a club called the Sansui out on Long Island. Uh-huh. And he, and we met him after the show, and he was probably funnier uh off stage and he was on stage oh Much he better.
1: was he was he uh so you know i would want to play baseball and they'd look at me saying what the hell is he talking about but they did let me play baseball i was home plate and they would slide into my face but uh i, I worked with uh, jackie mason and mel brooks together
3: oh you know. did work so then you know jackie off camera he yeah I mean, he's off was
1: camera he, he was
3: so sarcastic, if you remember. You had to watch what you said in the front of he him. He was in high anxiety. Okay, but Jackie didn't let you get away with anything. If there was a joke there, he went for it.
1: We, uh, I was, ran. My wife and I ran into him years ago in New York at Joe Allen's. Even right. though you couldn't understand what he's saying, you knew he was there because you just. Yeah,
3: but he was funny. He was. Funny. And
1: we went over to. My <laughs> wife went over to him. She was dying to meet him, and I was embarrassed. And I see he's like hitting on her, and then I hear him look at. He see. I see him look at me. He says to my wife, "Who's this man to you?" And <laughs> he's my husband, and I come over. And we, I said, Are you married? You have kids? He said, for me, marriage is not for me. Children, I don't want to look at them. I don't. know.
3: But that's children, how we talk. He <laughs> says, <laughs> he said,
1: he said, you have kids? I said, we have two kids. He said, uh, Jewish? boy I said, yeah, they're Jewish. He said, married? I said, the older one is married. He looked at me. He said. A shiksa, right? <laughs> I,
3: right? <laughs> right?
1: Right? Right, right, he was he was right. From
3: Bro- he was from Brooklyn. I don't know where the hell he got that accent from Coney Island. I mean, I'm from Brooklyn, too. I have a Brooklyn accent. But he had a accent like an immigrant from Russia or somewhere. I mean, he was just amazing. Short little dumpling of a guy. Uh, I like Jackie a lot. So now, hold on.
1: His, his show, not the stand-up, but that solo show he was doing, Traveling around, it was oh. stair- people were on the floor <laughs> crying.
3: It's his delivery. All he had to say was, "So what are you laughing at?" You know, right. and then you'd start to laugh. He just had that wonderful, old Yiddish kind of Yiddish theater, maybe. You know how that also was. What's the name? Uh, the one that Streisand did in Funny Girl, uh, what the hell was it? In oh, indie?
1: Fanny Bryce.
3: Fanny Annie Bryce spoke that way, right. and she was hilarious. Fanny. And I'm she's way before my time, but I've se- I've seen radio bro- heard radio broadcasts and I've seen film, and Fanny Bryce was the same way as Jackie, hilarious, well, Jewish, I think, I, Jewish I, humor, right? Is by not because I'm prejudiced, but Jewish humor by far. Is the best humor in the world because figure out all the Jews that came from Brooklyn, everybody funny came from Brooklyn and they were Jewish. Name me a comedian that you think is great. He's a Jew. Jewish people had to learn Uh to laugh. They had to learn to be happy because they had relatives in Germany being killed by that motherfucker. So
2: hold on. I want to do because we have like a six degrees of separation because we have several different attachments to you (laughs) and meeting you. Another one is the fact that you're an actor, but you're also a writer. Right. And you you wrote an episode of The Golden Girls. Yes. And Ron loves The Golden Girls. And Stan Zimmerman wrote the first season of Golden Girls, who's been on the show many times. Who I love. And now he has a new sitcom he's trying to do called Silver Foxes about four old gay men in Palm Springs.
1: Well, uh, I have to be, my name. No, no, you have to be gay. You have no, to be gay. I'm you have willing to, to switch. Just <laughs> <going>. <laughs> no, you I've married 43 years. It's no. enough. Now it's <laughs> time to try the other side.
3: <laughs> you you have to be gay to be in it, and I'd fight you for it. Because I, he's trying to get in I it, too. Want, oh,
1: okay. I told
3: Stan, if anybody's a silver fox, it sure is me. And gay, so it's easy for me to play that part, you know, with no problem. I don't need to be one of the main four. I'd like to just be a neighbor or come in and out every now and then and i think he will uh, put that's me that's all
1: in. i ever wanted to do i n- never wanted to be the lead i want to be the second banana guy who comes in does the shtick, yeah. um, doesn't have to carry the show and leaves
3: yeah i'm too old what? to work weekly i can't work uh, that schedule anymore at my age he was awesome on solid wait, 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 so yeah. tab hunter who we just lost recently uh i saw tab before he passed away and i said tab oh. what if what about it if you were in Silver Foxes? I said, You're a fox for sure and you're gay. He said, Ron, I'd turn it down. I said, What well, yeah, are you out of your fucking mind? He said, No, I would turn it down because I don't have it anymore. He said, I couldn't do it. Yeah. And it's sad. And I said, Come on, ageism is out there, baby. If you're going to have a chance at 84 years old to play a Silver Fox. They say well, you
2: need to be the lead in
3: the chat room. But hold no, on. No, I couldn't be the lead. I couldn't work that schedule. I live in Palm Springs. I'd have to drive to LA. Uh, it would be a nightmare, but I sure would like to be. Do like, you live in L.A.?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, just outside of L.A., between uh, Malibu and Calabasas. It's oh. called Mantenido.
3: Yeah, it's a shitty little fucking neighborhood. How do you live in that cheesy neighborhood? <laughs> there's,
1: there's just all this all this water down there. Yeah. This humidity Stinks. and sand the
3: water smells and, and, deep and you could both you could buy a house there. I understand for like thirty-nine, nine, thirty-nine thousand nine hundred. <laughs> yeah, right. I understand it's really like the pits. Nobody yeah, probably like to. sixty years ago. Oh, nobody. Want, I got news for you. I could when I talk sixty years ago, I could have been Ronald Reagan's neighbor. Hello. Yeah,
1: you know what? They it's, were it's, like a, all, it's all Jews. If only I would have bought that. Listen if to <laughs> <bought> Sandy, <laughs> Sandy, Sandy, sixty-five
3: thousand dollars.
1: Right?
3: The house was but That was gorgeous. a lot of money then, It though. was a hacienda. It was off of when you take Sunset and you make that whole curve and go up. It was $65,000. And I don't know why I didn't buy it because I guess it was too out of town at the time. I lived in Beverly Hills on Spalding, opposite the high school, di- diagonal to the high, uh, Beverly Hills High. And my kids were going to school, and it was very, very convenient for me to be where all the yentas in right. in Beverly Hills. Stupid ass. I could have owned that fucking property today worth about $30 million. I wouldn't have sold it.
2: Anyway, um, hold on. I'm going yeah. back to our degrees of separation. So you were on She's Solid Gold, which I – oh, did we? Oh, don't worry about it. It's the camera. Well, you were on Solid Gold, right, yeah. for so, right. 13 episodes, so you had to be on a lot. And we that wasn't that the show Janine Damien was a dancer on for a bunch of years? Solid Gold, yeah. Yeah, so Janine. they were both on. So that's another, like, uh, six degrees yes. of separation she, for us. She
3: was a tall, gorgeous, sexy, beautiful blonde with legs for days. Oh, yeah, neck-
1: like there was
3: only one. Yeah. yeah. No, no. 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 Sandy. Sandy. She stuck out. She had legs that came out of her throat. No, Almost. really. She. She was the. 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 Beauty. She was the one always on the end. Uh huh. Anyway, was she on when
1: Rick Dees was the host? That's when I did
3: it. You know, I, I, I don't even know. I don't know. know, but she married Michael Damien. You know who Michael Damien is? Michael yeah. Damien, soap uh-huh. star. Uh-huh. Who's and now good, they make movies? And they're both good friends of
2: ours, and we like them a lot. So here's here's – I'm going to do a little thing for all the people. So if you guys want to know where you might have seen Sandy or you want to go rent some great things and see Sandy – Give here's, us his rundown, his movie Yeah, star I am. I'm going to give him – Hang on, I love I? that when he names – I yeah, raised my the, hand. I didn't do the movie star. I just did the movies. So, no, do the movie star. First stars. of all, he was – back in the day, because I don't even know when Lily Tomlin had a TV special, but you were on the Lily Tomlin TV special. Good. Yeah, that was
1: one of my first jobs. That Most, was uh, – least great. It was how, like around 75.
2: And then before Love Boat –
3: I knew her from Greenwich Village. Before Love started. Boat,
2: the TV series, there was Love Boat, the movie,
3: right? right. That was,
2: and in Love Boat, the, the movie, you played. Who did you play? Gopher. Gopher he was Smith. Gopher. He was Gopher in the Love Boat movie. Everybody with Florence Henderson. Somehow
3: I would not have cast Leachman, you as Gopher.
2: Don
1: Adams, I, I wanted Tom to Gopher Schwartz. They said no. That so instead, they hired a Gentile for the second one.
2: So you guys, so the TV the, for the TV sh- the TV movie of the Love Boat though it starred Florence Henderson, Cloris Leachman, Tom Bosley. That's the dad on Happy Days. Don Adams. That's Get Smart. Harvey Korman, Hal Linden, Karen Valentine, and you. And you know like half oh, of those people. I know
1: half of them. <laughs>
3: but my favorite Gabe I'm,
1: Kaplan. Did you say Gabe Kaplan? Oh I forgot. Welcome back,
3: Connor. Lo- Gabe Love Kaplan. Gabe. Love Gabe. My favorite of all of them is Cloris Leachman. Oi. I wait, I, Oi, I, goes, I, Oi. Is, <laughs> I is what you gotta say. I interviewed her three times. Really? The third time I went to her hotel to see her. Uh-huh. And the police were there. And the hotel manager was carrying on. They were throwing her out of the hotel.
5: Oh,
3: Why? Gosh. Because she got all the furniture, put it in the hallway. She was doing Shuang Fei. Oh,
1: she's
3: crazy. Oh. And I said, Cloris, what are you doing? She said, I can't be here. It's bad luck. The sofa was wrong. The chair was wrong. The lamp was wrong. She is so crazy. I love her. I, I love do
1: too. But she, I she's love- a tough one. But, you know, while we were doing the pilot on the boat, I, uh, she and Tom Bosley played husband and wife, and I was gopher, and they come onto the boat, and uh, we have our scene together. The, the director yells, cut. Cloris Leachman turns around and goes over to the director, and in a loud voice that everyone can hear, she turns around and looks at me and points. She said, my son would have been much better than him. Her son, had, her son auditioned for the part. I know. Her, he so, her son was well also her manager. Me, and she was pissed at me the whole time because... Right her son's a lousy actor and she kept so she was you know she would give me dirty looks when she would do her off camera stuff, (laughs) and you know and and, you know she kept saying he would and i finally at the end i said cloris let's go it's
3: too late
1: your son's out i'm in (laughs) i was out later but he didn't get in you know
3: (laughs) no i i know her son and he was her manager for a long time um as far as his being an actor, I don't think so. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. But Chloris is a bit daft in the head, a little nutty. So hold on. But I love she her.
1: so great in Mel's. and everything she does, she's a great you
3: know, actress. It's crazy. That's why she's able to become other people. When I interviewed her, right in the middle of the interview, she said to me, oh, I love what you look like now. She said, you got rid of the dyed black hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love the white hair. She said, I love the face. Uh-huh. I love her." I mean, you don't do that. You know, uh-huh. talk about my, I used to dye my hair black because the first interview I did, I had black hair. Then uh-huh. the, the third interview I did, I had white hair uh-huh. and, and she didn't think anything of on camera discussing my change and how I looked and dyed my hair. Anyway, she's crazy. I love mm-hmm. Cloris. I want to do her again. Except so if we can't find her, we can't get her down. She's really? like. All over the place. She's still working.
1: He's like ninety five, ninety six. She's
3: still working. God bless her. Ageism, ageism hasn't hit her. She wow. does one minute shots in movies because that's all she can do. But, but it was so hilarious. Some of her hilarious. One minute of of Cloris in a movie. He's the enough. movie comes alive. It lights up. She's such a whack job. I so love her. So wait, hang her. on. Here's some love other. Her to death.
2: Here's some other movies and television shows from from the day that you guys will have known Sandy Helberg for him. First of all, he was in A Star Is Born. Is that the Barbara Streisand one?
1: Yeah, but you know, I was cut out of it. But then Steve told me they put my scene back in, so I don't know. I've never seen. I did a, the scene I did was with Barbara Streisand and Paul Mazursky, so it was just the three of us. And uh, Paul, uh, uh, Barbara Streisand would not talk to the director, and the director would not talk to her. And uh, I just have a day on the movie, and I'm the poor schmuck in the middle. So the director said, "Okay." he said, you come from this side, you go up to Barbara, you say, uh, Miss Hoffman, we need you, please. We need you. And they'll argue a little bit and then walk off with her. I walk on this side. He says, action. I say, Miss Hoffman. And she goes, hold it, hold it. Who told you to come in here? Uh, I said, the director. She said, no, do not come in from this way. Come in from this way. And this went on all day. He'd yell cut. Who told you to come in from over there? I said, Barbara, she said I should come. Come from over there. The entire thing. Come from over there. No, over there. Over there. Over there. And I kept, so there was no no continuity. I'd come in here. They'd cut. I was standing here. They'd cut it back, and I was over here. And so my voice used to be in it, but Steve says my scene is still in it.
3: So Barbara is famous. Doing things like that. Uh, Barbara Streisand, no matter what it is, it could be the Hope Diamond, she will correct it. Yes. She will find a fault in the diamond. Um, You know, I'm dear friends with Lainey Kazan, who, you know, and Barbara do not get along. And if you want to hear Barbara stories, you got to get together when we're all doing Barbara stories in a room of 30 people. And you cry yourself to death because everybody says she's such a bitch. She's such a know-it-all. She's such an arrogant twat. And I keep saying, don't forget, she was an ugly Jew that came from Brooklyn that had it hard. They called, they called her ugly. They said, you're never going to go anywhere. You're such a, a pot. And right. she was hurt by that. So she said once in an interview, not mine, I'm getting even uh-huh. with all of the people who treated me poorly. She right. said, they didn't think anything of my feelings. I so love her. I don't think anything of their feelings. Meanwhile, I saw her, Barbara, on TV, the concert. She was brilliant. 75 yeah. years old. She's a brilliant woman. We Hold did. on.
1: When I did Starsborn, Born, uh, we did it at this uh, theater in Los Angeles. Called, it's not there. called the Aquarius Theater on Sunset. And it's I where remember
3: they, the Aquarius. Yeah,
1: they did the play Hair there for years. That's right.
3: Absolutely. So they
1: used the theater as like a midnight special. That's what she was supposed to be doing, you know. And they were just the crew. So after we did my scene, she's going to record some songs live. So they have me. I call my wife. She gets in the car and comes down. Five people sitting in this gigantic theater, and she sings Evergreen two or three times. She sings two or three of the songs. I just, you know, uh, I never imagined I would get to see Barbra Streisand sing, let alone in an empty theater. You know, just me and my wife and the crew. There was no other cast. And it was just amazing.
3: What a cool story. Oh, She's amazing. I mean, I wanted more... Uh, you know, of course, I'm a Laney fan. Laney Kazan is my, my, I'm the biggest fan of Laney's. Uh-huh. And, and I don't like, I mentioned it, you know, I spoke to Laney the other day. I said something about I saw Barbara Streisand's uh, thing and I found that she sings beautifully, but she doesn't connect with the audience. Whereas right. Laney Kazan, when she sings Body and Soul, you think you're next to her. She's caressing you and singing directly right. to you. So Lainey, very nicely said, oh, you're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Lainey, stop it. I love you. You know, she said, you don't have to do that, Ron. We're trying to get Lainey and Lily McLeod together in a show here in Palm Springs, which will be a blockbusting evening of song. So that's why I'm now. Hang on. So hold on. I'm going to keep going. OK, so here's some other things. He was- I know
1: more about you than I know about myself now.
3: Well, um, That's what we are. We're a con- conversation show. We're not an I interview know. show. We right. don't do that boring shit like what movie you and nobody gives a fuck about. Everybody right. wants to hear what you just said about and They want to hear that you eat in the kitchen. Um, our show is about you, not right. about the bullshit that PR wants you to do. Let everybody right. else do that shit. We're friends. You and on, all your buddies. Yeah, you're know. gonna
2: come to our house because I like you. But anyway, you're you're in. Okay, so he was in High Anxiety. You guys, he was in the Jazz Singer, MASH, Knight Rider, Trapper John, M.D. This is Spinal Tap, which is awesome. Up the Creek, Too Close for Comfort, Newhart, Remington Steel, Night Court, Spaceballs, great movie. Uh, the Wonder Years, Married with Children, Meet Wally Sparks. There's a lot more. Those are the ones I picked out that everybody
3: knows. <laughs> so, so you must have a couple of bucks in the bank. You work, baby.
1: Well, that's a long time ago, though. You know, see, see, like, people think that if you work a lot over a 10-year period, this guy must be loaded. But, you know, doing guest spots on TV, you don't make big money. You know, you go in for a week, unless you're on a series and you make a million dollars a week. Then you can, uh, but people, uh, you know. Well, when
3: you work, you get scale, right? No, No. You get scale plus. No. You don't get scale when you work? Union scale? No.
1: Now, when, I work, when I work for Mel, uh, I did three times. He he pays me more than scale.
3: Yeah, you that's know, what he, I said. You get scale plus. No, no,
1: not scale plus 10. I get some money. You know, it's not the scale. So uh, pay, scale is he usually pays better. a low-budget movie or if you got, like, a line in it but uh no most uh, things i did you know guest spots i never worked for scale you worked for scale at the beginning you know are you working for scale
3: no i'm in a movie now i'm shooting in october and i think they're paying me a tremendous amount of money i'm uh-huh. getting a hundred dollars a day
1: <laughs> and you've got to give 10 percent to your agent
3: I don't have an agent. I'm his oh, agent. I where do. We save so. that money. <laughs> no, it's it's my very good friend, our, Jimmy's old old friend Churchill, and he's got this wonderful. movie. No, you can't mention. Oh, the movie. I can't you talk about it. Talk about okay, it. Okay, not like allowed. Brain dead. Not allowed. Not allowed. But anyway, <laughs> I play a mafioso. No, you don't tell anything about the film. Oh, okay. not like what I do? Oh, fuck <laughs> you! What is it? A Gone with the Wind? It <laughs> doesn't mean, make any difference. It's making it like it's going to be a big blockbuster. A lot of people watch the show and everything. All the deals. I right, am not allowed. Signed. I'm not making a movie. I'm. Lying there you go. That all works right. perfect. Anyway, I look like a mafia type, don't I? You do. You do. And I, and when I he get, plays
2: mafia types
3: all the time. And when I get rough and tough like real Brooklyn, I go, hey, man, don't fuck around with me. I'll get your head, head broken. You fool with me, baby. See that fucking beard you got? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, your ass is going to look like your face when I get through with you. <laughs> now he's don't, looking at I, him. I'm <laughs>
1: to with him. I'll uh, bounce don't. off.
3: Don't don't <laughs> you play with me, man. You play with me, buddy. I got news for you. You're floating in the fucking East River. You, 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 you are Usel, every Usel.
1: good. Wait, let him talk.
3: What Wait, no, no, this
1: is his show. You are very good.
3: <laughs> Usel, and then you, have to, you have to have proper grammar like, Usel, Usel ex, you will do it. You will do it. X me. X yeah, me. Ask me, right. Ask me a question and you will do it.
1: You know, I was conversating with these people and then I got taken away by the police.
3: (laughs) Do you know something, Sandy? I think I love you. I think we're going to be friends. You are such a character. I love Uh, you.
1: You and I, this is the beginning of a long relationship.
3: Long relationship. Casablanca. Uh, I love people like you. I don't like boring people. Uh, So
1: wait. Stay stay in the other room.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to make him spit up.
1: You want to see? You want to see my baby picture in Germany? This is a thing, and this is real. Uh, I don't know. Can you see it there?
2: Yes. Hold it up a little bit more. You can only blame so much on the Holocaust.
1: And you Unscripted. see the baby picture. Yes. Oh, finger? so you have a you
2: have a one man show? Is it coming up?
1: Uh, yeah, but you see the finger on the baby.
2: Yeah, the finger's shooting a bird. Shooting a
1: bird,
2: right? <laughs> to Adolf Hitler.
1: That was in Frankfurt, Germany. And I said, where am I? They said, Deutschland. I said, fuck you.
3: (laughs) here! wait a minute. Listen, uh, if you have a one-man show coming up, give give us free tickets because we don't pay for shit. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm serious. I
1: free tickets even if I don't have a show.
3: (laughs) Well, that's good, too. But seriously, do you have a show coming up, a one-man show?
1: Uh, It's not scheduled yet. I haven't done it for a while before. Oh, we can't talk about it. Oh, stop, stop, stop. You don't have to talk about it. I'm not uh, so desperate for publicity. I have a two-year-old baby. What do you want from me? Do you really
2: have a two-year-old baby? You, I see the baby in the you, picture, but that's not your baby. You old, oh.
1: you Is this old goat. You, think, you old goat. Didn't, say you were with, baby. didn't you
2: say you were with your wife for 43 years?
1: Yeah, and, we'll, and we're still fertile.
3: Go what? away. You're, you're with, come on, your wife didn't have a baby.
1: No, our son had a baby.
3: Oh, okay. sure, sure. Oh, sure. so
1: you're your babysit? No, we are raising her. Oh, We've wow. had her since she's four months old. Now she's two, and my son is just too young to have a baby. He's he was twenty two. He and his girlfriend and they have big and lots of issues. You know? Okay. Issues that's nice. going around, and we spent almost two years in court, and. They didn't listen to what the judge said, and uh, they lost their parental rights. And my wife and I are now mama and papa. Oh,
2: my Good God,
3: that's you. awesome. Good for you. Uh, I, have a, I have a couple <clears throat> friends of mine from years ago. Uh, she was a, uh, not only a drug taker, but a drug dealer. Ah. And her husband dealt drugs out of Santa Monica, and right. they got busted. And ah. they lost the rights to their child. Right. And I wanted to raise that child, but unfortunately, I never got to. Uh-huh. But the child is fine. The child has grown now, and he's wonderful. Uh-huh. He's a terrific human being. I think it's super cool. So how do you yeah. like?
2: So it's it's a he or a she? A uh,
1: she. It's a she. We so so two, she's two. Yeah, we had two boys, and this is our first girl, girl. that we get to raise. You
3: know? So now let me tell you something, Sandy. That baby's going to keep you young.
1: And in pain. And, uh, you no. know, the thing is, she's getting bigger and I'm getting smaller. So uh, <laughs> it's going to get to the point where she's going to carry me and my wife will lift both ankles and change our diapers, both of us.
3: You know? <laughs> that's Good Jim- for you. That, That's going to be Jimmy's job one day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's awesome, though. Like terrible, too. So now they're like, you have to make sure, like, the house is like, I don't know what you call it. Like child ba- t- ba- proof, child proof, child yeah. proof.
1: Yeah, we just uh, spent uh, five grand putting a fence around our pool.
3: And yeah. We haven't been have in to. the pool
1: in four years. But,
3: <laughs> but you got to be careful, so yeah. Yeah, but the kid Absolutely. will, once that baby's old and understands, she'll want to be in that pool all the time.
1: She does now. And She's actually out, out swimming somewhere else because... Yeah,
3: uh, you, you need the fence, Sandy. That's a, a oh, very, I, wa- very wise thing to do. So you're uh, going to put her in commercials?
1: Uh, I don't know, you know. Uh, I want her to go to school yeah. and get caught up in this bullshit, you know. Business. She's a gorgeous, sweet, funny little girl. I got to tell you, she's two years old. Uh, and my wife was out at yoga, and so I have to go to the bathroom. And when I go, I don't close the door and make her way down the hall. I mean, I just have to pee. So she comes in with me, and she stands there, and she looks look.
3: She's trying to find it. And looks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so our men our age, especially your age, uh, <laughs> sometimes it takes a while for it to come out, and sometimes it just doesn't. So nothing happened. So I, I said, uh, nothing happened. It didn't come out. It, it wasn't working. She looks at me, and is so sad and goes, broken.
3: Oh, <laughs> that is so good. You yeah, I said, killer. just... I pissed like a camel because I had a, what do you call it done, which because of my ageism campaign, I must tell people, if you are having trouble urinating, there is a surgery they do where they go into the penis and they carve down the prostate and then the the urethra is free to urinate. It doesn't hurt or make a big deal about it. It was no big deal. And you're able to urinate. And you don't have to get up 50 times a night. So all of you guys out there that are aging, it what is it called again? A terp? A terp. It's called a terp. Talk to your urologist about a possibility of having a terp. I know it sounds terrible, Sandy, but, you know. He used to be, get up about every 30 minutes to go to the ridiculous. bathroom. Now he gets
2: up like twice a night only Not instead of like sometimes. 30 times. And now,
3: now I, if, if I had to write in the snow like when you're kids, I could write. I could write the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, really, <laughs> because that's how much you pay. And it's wonderful to have all your functions brought back to young as you age. There's right. no reason why we have to behave, feel, right. and look 75, 78, 80 years uh, old. 69. Well, no, he's too y- he's too young yet to come in my campaign. He's only 69. Next year. Next year when you're 70, you'll be a part of our campaign. Uh, yeah. staying staying young today doesn't mean in a nursing home with with oh. tubes in you. That's not staying alive. Staying alive is staying as young as you can. Think young, dress young, eat young, dance, sing, drink, have fun, have a lot of sex. Sex is important in yeah. keeping young. And if you're impotent, there are implants out there. You could get penile implants. They put a tube in your testicle. You pump it. Your your wang is as hot as a rock. You can bang anybody you want, and you stay young. (laughs) Don't let age win. Fight it, because it's so well worth it. Thank you, Dr.
1: Phil. I'm going to go now banging my penis and see if I can wake it up and what
3: happens. No, put a couple of walnuts (laughs) on the table and see if you can break them. If you can't, you need a surgery. (laughs) Sorry. So let's do it. Let's do some hypotheticals because we got a few minutes.
2: So you've worked with all kinds of cool people. Yes. Uh, who's on your bucket list of a male and a female you'd still like to work with that you haven't worked with yet? And then, as you're thinking about answering that one, also think about what movie that had ever been made that you would have liked to have been in uh, that you weren't in. What role would you have been your dream role for your career if you could pick
3: any movie that's ever been made? My uh, what? What movie star, actress have you kissed that you got a little twingle in you wingle?
1: Buddy
3: Hackett. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I knew Buddy. I knew Buddy too. He lived up the road from us in Beverly Hills. That's funny. He had the
1: big coward.
3: What did he have on his lawn? Again? A it was
1: like a, uh, not an elephant, but a. An, an
3: elephant. It was an elephant. You had but an with, elephant.
1: With, with, like a, an ancient elephant. Right. Like a mammoth.
3: Uh, That's on,
1: what it was. A mammoth. A yeah. mammoth.
3: He had that on his lawn. When yeah. what's his name died, I went to the funeral. What's his name? Who the, who was in all those movies with Annette Funcinello. uh what's his name, the co- comic? Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, you know who. Anyway, he, go. He has yeah. a son that's an actor. No, 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 no. Remember the Annette Funchinello and right. the, the movies. Harvey Landbeck. Harvey. When right. Harvey died, I went to Sitshiva and I went to the funeral. Uh-huh. Well, Buddy Hackett didn't stop. Because oh. right, he loved he loved him, and he didn't stop, and the funeral was hysterical laughing. So we said we're celebrating his life, we're not right. mourning it, but Buddy Hackett was a crazy son. He hated the people, my friend's son, Josh, he was an obnoxious little fuck, this Josh kid, you wanted to punch him out, and Buddy Hackett laced into him in the kitchen, I was so happy, I said, oh good, because it was my friend Saul Lux's son, and uh-huh. I couldn't I couldn't very well tell Saul your son's a piece of shit. Kill him, you know. So hang on, answer the question, Sandy. You're yeah. up.
1: So, uh, what part would I like to have done? Yeah, and uh, who are
2: a male and female actor and actress that you think would be great like to have worked with?
1: You know, Dustin Hoffman because I'm a, a male, so he's not going to grab my ass. Uh, <laughs> you know, all of them: Al Pacino, De Niro, uh, Nicholson. You know, those are the guys that, uh, and honestly, Jerry Lewis.
3: Oh, Jerry Lewis. Well, I met Lewis. him when I was a kid. Yeah.
1: When I was a kid, I wanted to be Jerry Lewis. Oh, God, I would walk around school, child psychologist, you know, and see what I was wrong,
3: I would shoot you. I mean, I never liked Jerry Lewis at all, and especially when I found out how much money he was making on his um, uh, things there, those benefits. That's how I met him. I met him through the telethon. Okay,
2: what about a female? Uh,
1: That uh, I would like to work with? um, Meryl Streep. I guess. Again
3: with the Meryl everybody Street. always picks Meryl Streep. You know, <laughs> she's not even the best actress out there. We have so many actresses far greater than her. She's just the the, the girl of the of the year club. You know, everybody wants to get on the. Okay, pick give
2: Meryl. us another one.
1: know, uh, yeah. uh, 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 um, oh, Diane Keaton.
2: Okay, I like Diane Keaton.
1: Yeah, I like. Actually, Diane I
3: loved her in the Book Club movie. The Book Club movie's really good. Yes, yes she's, she's okay. She's too Woody Allen for me. She never got over his direction. Everything she does is still Woody Allen. She's like Woody Allen and Dreg. And she's got to change her clothing because the style of that look is so fucking out that whatever it's called. Uh, Dressed like a man? Yeah, that stupid look. <laughs> you know, she's, she's, too, Wrong she's, dressing. she's too old. She has to be a little softer and a little more feminine. Okay,
2: what movie? Did you give us a movie or no?
1: The movie that I would love to have been in and maybe do a remake was Midnight Cowboy.
2: Oh, good movie.
1: Razzo Rizzo was my, I, I just, you know, he was so good, Dustin Hoffman. It was such a great, I thought, movie and John Voight uh, it was, you know, I mean, you, after it came out, a couple of actors, friends of, we thought of, let's do it as a TV series. Let's do, we're going to watch Midnight Cowboy, but uh, <laughs> that, I, that was such a great role, and he was so good in it, and yeah, uh,
3: but I know John Voight because my daughter Deirdre went to school with Angie Voigt, Angelina Jolie. Uh-huh. They both went. They both went to the school uh, El Rodeo. And Angie Angie used to come to my house, and John would sometimes come and pick up Deirdre and take him to the school, and they'd roll down the hill. So I would talk to John, and one of the first things I said to John was, um, aren't you lucky that you got Midnight Cowboy? I said, look what it did for you. And he went, eh, not really. I think
2: uh, it's... He's still
3: working, though. He's in Ray Donovan, and Ray Donovan is awesome. I don't think he likes the association that uh, that film is what uh, made him.
1: Can you talk amongst yourself for like 10 seconds because I have to plug in the laptop Otherwise, it's just going
2: to shut off. Yes, go okay, ahead. Plug sure, it in. Go,
1: talk amongst yourself And look around the yard, maybe.
2: So, you know. guys, this is Sandy Helberg, and you can get him on Twitter. He's at Sandy Helberg. He hasn't followed me back,
3: but uh, hopefully he will. And But uh, getting back to my and, thing about John Voight, a lot of actors that I have met, like Christopher... Lee, who played Dracula. I was at a party at Shelby Goodman's house one night and I was talking to him and I said, you know, I loved you as Dracula. There was nobody better than you as Dracula. And he looked at me very reductively. What's the word I'm looking at? Just looked at me saying, yeah, and he said, Ron, I'm known for more things than just Dracula. And I thought, fuck you, you know, you get a compliment, you got to come back. They're
1: still that. talking. I couldn't imagine they would still be talking.
3: Oh, yeah. What are you kidding me? <laughs> uh,
1: I'm I not. A, let me plug it in. <laughs>
3: they didn't give me the title of Yakna for nothing, you know. For those of you out there that don't know what a Yakna is. I don't know what a, a Yakna is. A Yakna is a Jewish Yenta. The, ki- the, the king of the Yentas, is the one that rounds up all the, the gossip people. That's a, a, a Yakna. You gotta right. like love it. Anyway, right. you
2: guys Sandy. follow Sandy on Hel- Sandy on Twitter at Sandy Helberg. It's S A N D Y H E L B E R G. Um, how many sixty-nine-year-old actors does it take to plug in a computer? <laughs>
3: <laughs> another genius. Here we go. We <laughs> oh, lost. Oh, him. We lost him.
2: <laughs> His computer probably there died, so he may be coming back. We have a, another guest in fifteen minutes, anyway. So I we're like be getting Sandy. Rid of him. I don't
3: want him to go away. He's fun. He's a fun, good guest, and he gave us a good dish on that bitch, Barbara. <clears throat> <clears throat> Absolutely. Chad, what'd you think?
4: I like him. I didn't know he was in like, all the stuff that I like, like space balls and jazz singing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. My kid, like, he's playing the jazz singer. He's like, oh, he was the I engineer. No, I don't
2: even know. Who he was. Engineer there for the He's back.
4: I'm back. Sandy's back. What Chad, we-
2: I don't see him, though. I see only his. Oh, hit your picture thing again, Sandy.
1: Video icon.
2: Video icon, sorry. Hit the video oh, okay. icon.
1: Okay, wait. It says here.
3: Uh,
1: video icon has its X out there. You go, oh, man. there you
3: are. There you <sighs> are. So I actually
1: had to go up and have a drink and a sandwich. <laughs> I'm okay now.
3: You had to go pee, you liar. <laughs> but anyway, um, I you missed my uh, uh he didn't cri- cri- miss it, he could hear it. Did you hear my Christopher Lee story? Yeah, sure. I mean, he got pissed <laughs> off because I complimented him about being Dracula. Uh-huh. You know, get over yourself. I want to tell him to go fuck himself. I said, Nobody knows you. Other than Dracula, baby, you didn't get any <laughs> Academy Awards, and the people only know you as Dracula. I was dying to say that, but I wouldn't. You know, he would have killed himself. Or you? No, not me. Not me. Not me. He pull your pull himself. your camera
2: down a little bit, because so, now you're we only got your chin. So like, uh,
3: there you go. There are there stories. We there we are go. stories. That's about, good. There are stories. Wait, about, wait. You
1: see that picture where I'm going to turn this? See yep. that picture hanging on the wall? That's a picture my, me and my high school friend took in 1968 of Jimi Hendrix on stage. Wow. It, him, I mean, it was just him and three guys. That was it. And in Toledo, Ohio, he's in the college gymnasium. And cool. we were like three rows back from him. How
2: and cool he is t- that?
1: For his found face. that picture. Nice. And
3: anyhow, so there it is. Jimmy. Classic. That's a big deal, actually. Is that a big deal? Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jimmy Hendrix? Jimmy yeah. Hendrix
2: is like the greatest guitar player, like in the uh, honey, never lived ta- in
3: history. <laughs> in my day, he used to play on corners in New York. In my day, Are you could uh, well. He became he a was really all big big deal. over the place.
1: <laughs> Jimi- Jimmy he missed a big chunk of his career.
2: No, I know who he is. I mean, he was. Yeah. Uh, he, he's like two people behind yeah, behind in, your in, favorite
3: guy. I know. In my day, uh, he was a big name. <laughs> he's
2: a big. His favorite singer is what's the guy's name?
3: Johnny. Johnny Mathis. Mathis. He's a Johnny, Johnny Mathis, Mathis fan. Johnny Mathis, who I've met a few times and who I adore and love. That's and worship. his favorite. So he is the sweetest. Chad and I most, are more into like no, the Jimi Hendrix. Finish. Johnny Mathis, if you meet him, is shy, sweet, gentle, loving caring and delicious and that's why his music is the same because the man sings who he is so when you hear a johnny mantis ballad you're hearing the soul of the singer i love you johnny he's coming here you know soon to palm springs i'm going to go back yeah we live in palm springs now yeah and uh uh
2: so hold on so everybody again follow sandy helberg on twitter you have to follow me back you didn't follow me back that's a that's a (laughs) no-no
1: Or on Facebook, I have a uh, uh, Facebook page called uh, Sandy Helberg, the tip of the Helberg.
3: <laughs> what so you guys are you talking on? about? Yeah.
1: <laughs> the tip of the Helberg was uh, left in uh, Germany okay. after circumcision.
2: <laughs> and if you have a show, if you put the sh- a show together again, we want to come. You want to come and see it? Remember, free tickets.
1: Yeah, of course, free tickets. I'll I'll carry you there. I'll call. We them.
3: get we get, <laughs> we get pumped, and we get the VIP press seats.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow. Theater. That would be a seat with a ha- an armrest on it. You'll get those.
3: Well, well, for Jimmy, it would be better as a toilet seat.
1: Ha ha ha
3: You gotta well, like love it. Then.
1: We'll screen it into him. What? So we'll screen the show into the toilet
3: so we, uh, he well, can, so J- can see Jimmy it. Jimmy sits on the John all day long ten times a day, so that would be a compliment for I him. I like to tweet from the toilet. Right. <laughs> would be to put a toilet seat in place of the toilet. And he'd be very, It's not every time. It's just in the be, morning He'd and be very night. comfortable.
1: Well, now That's... if I ever get a text or tweet from him, it's going to have this uh, a mental Picture. odor. You
3: yeah. can have this mental picture. <laughs> It'll only be in the morning. Also, Sam, you know what? You are quite a comedian. Have you um, ever played? Excuse me. Have you ever played comedy in a film? That's all he does. No, I mean comedy like this. This kind of dialogue comedy, not shtick. Hmm. Uh,
1: you, you mean like kind of a talk show? Or? No,
3: no, 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 no. Have you ever been in a um, in a film where it, the dialogue went back and forth, as we are now?
1: Oh, it's uh, called acting. Talking. No, no, no,
3: no, it's not called acting. It's called no. Yeah, No,
1: uh, yes, you no,
2: know,
3: I'm going to kill him. He's in Mel
1: Brooks' I, high
2: anxiety. I know that, but...
1: but, but You're no. saying bantering back and
2: forth as opposed to like a one-liner. He means right. bantering Ban- back and yes, forth. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's what the acting is. There's one episode of uh, Newhart, which I really liked, I did, uh, where Bob Newhart and I bantered back and forth. Uh, you know, Larry from Larry, Daryl, and Daryl, he wanted to get his GED, I was his night school teacher. I wouldn't pass him. He goes home, uh, Larry, and works with uh, Bob, who finally teaches him some of the stuff, but he only knows how to do it like Jeopardy. So they come back to the school. I'm there. Bob pleads with me. Please retest him. He knows the material. I said, okay. And he says, just one more thing. I said, what? He said, "Um, could you do it like uh, Jeopardy? I said, what? He said, you know, you give him the answers and he'll give you the questions. I said, come on. And I look at him and I say, okay, okay. And so we're doing it. And Bob, and, and then as the scene goes on, they cut and they cut back. Now I'm totally into the game show host mode. After World War II, what country first tried to take over Berlin, Germany? And he would go... Uh well I don't know. oh I'm sorry you lost it. And it was and Bob kept saying, Could you give him uh, I don't know, a bonus question? I said, what? He said, They do that in Jeopardy. I said, This is not Jeopardy, Mr. Lowell. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. It was yeah, you know, I did two I episodes of New House. Heart. It was great.
3: You know, I'm a comedian. I did stand up for 49 years and I've only been cast as a priest, a mafia, a gay guy. I've never been cast as a comedian and, and I'm frustrated. I would love to get into a film. Although the film I'm doing, I play a gay cowboy in the 1800s. But I'm That's always right gay. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm a tu- That was I'm, funny. I'm a very tough mean hombre who kills the sheriff. Oh. And from there the story unfolds, but uh, I, but they want me to be very effeminate. So I Uh-oh. said, "Okay." Which is easy for him. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, no, you, can, you don't want to be effeminate and faggy. You want to be effeminate, and funny, and there's a yeah. difference between faggy and funny. Right. Right. You're 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 an effeminate faggy, not funny. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've got the worst of both uh, both of them.
3: Anyway, so that's what they always. But I would love to be cast in a comedy, which is really a verbal comedy you know something that i could do with like say uh, uh, lily tomlin i'd love to work with lily tell me about lily who well, are she, you in the village
1: she uh i had just i just came to los angeles from new york and uh i'm one of the original groundlings and uh so we started the ground yeah, that's a big deal yeah yeah especially back then and uh but we could never get anyone to come see the show. Uh, we had a 33-seat theater, a terrible neighborhood, and we couldn't get people to come. And then one night, uh, uh, Lily and Lauren Michaels show up. And then they come back the second week. And so Lily Tomlin was doing a special, and she hired me, uh, Lorraine Newman, and two other people to be on the special. And Lorraine Newman and I did a scene where she was... The shiksa goddess. She was a stewardess. She was the valley girl, had the blonde wig. And I was Morris Potemkin from Flushing Queens, the most Jewish, creepy guy. He, uh, this guy was so Jewish, Lorne Michaels hated me for doing that because he's a self-loathing Jew. So, he, uh, <laughs> so when we're doing Lily's show, we're set up, and Lorne Michaels doesn't want me to do the Jew character. And he and Lily are discussing it. She loved it. She wants me to do it again. It's like the Barbara Streisand thing. Hey, I'm just here to work. You know why am I the object of the argument? Let me do my. And so, but it was Lily's show. She won. I did the thing, and Lauren Michaels has been pissed at me for 45 years because of
3: now did you all know you... people
1: who hold a grudge?
3: Your character name happens to be a very good friend of mine who was passed. Maya. Temkin from really? Great Neck, and he was the CPA, the CPA, the guy that does the books. Yeah, CPA. Nick CPA, and his son Michael Temkin is my friend. And so uh, I hope they didn't base it on them. No, I got the people name, are called Temkin.
1: I got the name in New York. There was Potemkin Cadillac.
3: Oh, Potemkin, not Temkin. Yeah, yeah oh, This Potemkin, is just T-E-M-P.
1: Potemkin, and when I lived in New York, I thought oh, that's a Jewish name. Potemkin.
3: Potemkin, it is. Yeah. And so, so, but their name was Tempkin. They got rid of the P. They, ah. they were T-E-M-P-K-I-N.
1: Uh-huh. So this was, uh, so was Morris Potemkin. So yeah, he just never, uh, a lot of friends of mine have been on Saturday Night Live and they said they would mention me to uh, Lauren and he always said, too Jewish.
3: I love that that's Mel Brooks too yeah, Jewish. Two, now two. you gotta go. gotta go. I want to ask her one more question. Did you get <laughs> to work? did you get to work or have anything to do with Fran Drescher when you were making Hollywood nights because she was starting. I'd like to know what she was like starting
1: Oh she was great. I also uh, um, I didn't have any scenes with her in Hollywood nights. No uh, again, we were all sort of and, and my wife was the casting director. she found everybody. She found Michelle Pfeiffer, this her no. first job, uh, her agent came to my wife, said, I got this really beautiful girl beautiful. at Vons, you know, grocery store. Mm-hmm. So my wife said, have her come in, and she read her a couple times, and that was her first job. After she finished the movie, she went back to Vons.
3: Yeah, well, she was go- Michelle is still gorgeous, even oh. as a woman in her 50s. Or and then I worked, well.
1: But I did work with uh, uh, a friend. We, we were in the same scene in uh, uh, Spinal Tap, in that big okay. party scene.
3: Right, right, great.
1: You know, she really is so sweet. And she and her ex-husband. Uh,
3: we love, love Mark. Him. Mark is a friend. I love Mark so much. I do, He's do. a sweetie, gentle we, guy. She came on our show. Listen to this for hot shit. Yeah. She's in a white bathrobe and her hair is wet. She just came out of the shower. And she sat there and she said, nobody told me it was a TV show. I thought it was a radio broadcast.
1: Oh, that's even better.
3: So I said, what do you give a shit? She said, I really don't. (laughs) She didn't. And then we went off and I said, listen, I said, you know, when I lived in Astoria, Queens was all Italians. And all the Italian guys used to let's go to Flushing because the Jew broads blow. (laughs) She said, yeah, but they don't don't swallow. (laughs) So Fran is a riot. I love Fran Drescher. Oh, my wife.
1: My wife is from Brooklyn.
3: She's from. uh, Where's she from in Brooklyn? We got to go. I don't want to go. I love him.
1: We got to go. We got to go. Where was your wife? Okay. 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 Anyway, she's from New York, Brooklyn, Long Island, all
3: over the place. Where from Brooklyn?
1: Uh, Like Ocean Park around there.
3: Okay. Okay. And where from Long Island? She
1: lived down in Lawrence, Long Island.
3: Lawrence. Okay.
1: And yeah, always, we'll bring
2: you back because Ron is enamored. No, um, so, <laughs> I think you're great. No,
1: you know what? Sometimes I want to. You game. might have. I don't know. Do you have Larry Storch waiting back there somewhere? Hey, no.
3: Is he still alive, Larry Storch? Yes, he just he turned is?
1: ninety-six or
3: ninety-seven. God bless him. He was another crazy bastard.
1: He's got a head of that greasy black hair.
3: <laughs> still. <laughs>
1: it's still greasy and black.
3: <laughs> All right, everybody. So this is Sandy, Sandy Hilbert. We're gonna have him back, Sandy. You were truly a gentleman and a delight and terrific. And I would love, love, love to have you back soon because I, I enjoyed my own show.
1: I, I'm, obviously, <laughs> I, had, I had a great time listening to you.
3: I had a great time. Listening. <laughs> no, but th- I, I said that's what we're all about. It's a, this is a friend show about us jamming and bullshitting. Right. It's right. not an interview show. That's why we're okay. the number one podcast show in the world. Did you know you're on the number one show? Web show. Web show?
2: He doesn't know the name. You didn't
3: know that, did you? This is the number one web show in the world. By tomorrow, at this time, we'll have a million plays already. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. No, it's true. You'll see. Wow. That's why you got to be good on this show. I tell the people before they come on, don't fuck around with us and try to be snobby and shitty because right. people people will crucify you. Well, well, if well they well, get well, along. Kind For of
1: me, anyway, I'm not here to sell anything. I'm just here
3: to talk. No, you sold, you sold your personality, and that's what we want. We don't, we're not interested in your fucking movies. Anybody goes to the movie. We want to know who you are because you're the person that we're interested in. We're not interested in selling your crap. You could sell that yourself.
1: It's a good thing I'm not working so much because uh, I have some more crap here you might
3: not want to see no, but, but seriously. <laughs> now, if you had it, we would The sell reason it. our show is a success and no one else is is because we are Hamishia peoples are speaking your language, okay? And, and, and I'm the Yachna of the the Yentes, So we got all right. Yeah. So we got it all going. So you guys, we gotta go. Follow Sandy Helberg, you guys. Sandy, we will have a
2: wonderful. We want to say love Steve you. Joyner. thank Mazel you so much. Pape. Thank you. Ma- you. We will do it again soon. Bye, yes. Steve. Thank you. Bye, Sandy. Thank you. Bye, bye. Bye, <laughs> everybody.
3: All right. I love him. What a great, great guest. He is so funny and so interesting and so open. That's what we want everybody to be like when they come on our show. Hey, Chad. Hi. Uh, real quick, uh, let me do a little thing. Get, get uh, LaBouche Be My
2: Lover ready, and we'll play it and call call our next guest. You betcha. All right, but real quick, you guys, you can hear us every week on W4CY Radio with the super talented Chad Murphy. Well, thank you. We're on K4HD Radio in LA, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Audio Boom, Podomatic, iTunes, Apple TV Speaker, and on TV, we're on Vimeo, YouTube, and Roku. Now we're getting ready to call Lane McRae from LaBouche. This is one of their hits. Everybody will know it. It's called Be My Lover, Enjoy, and we'll be with him on the line in a second. <laughs>
4: That All right, there, you go, fellas. Up. You're back.
2: Okay, here's the problem we can't hear. See, see if you can talk, Lane. See, no. we can't hear him. Chad, you got any advice?
4: Uh, you have anything plugged into the phone? Do
2: you have anything plugged into the phone?
4: Uh, Headphones, maybe check your check. Oh, uh, that could be it. If as far as a Bluetooth, maybe I would just go raw.
2: See if you can put it just on the speaker on the phone without the headphone. And, well, the, speaker's and,
4: uh, not, the speaker's not the problem because you can hear oh, the, us, obviously. We just uh, want to kill oh. anything plugged in the phone that would act as a microphone.
2: Oh, okay. And also maybe
4: check make sure that your mic icon is not muted.
2: Make sure your mic icon is not muted. No, he's saying no, it's mm, not. Yeah, see hey, everybody, we're on the phone with... Uh, uh, Lane McRae from LaBouche, and we're having a, a little technical difficulty with the sound because he can hear us. He's nodding. Ron was telling him how much he loved the song, but he can't, oh, I but he can't hear okay.
3: him. I, this is my right. kind of music cooking. Hold on. Stuff. Go ahead, Chad. Tell I him something. I was going to say,
4: let's, uh, let's hang up with him and uh, reconnect, and maybe it'll, it'll reboot the, the microphone.
2: He's but, saying, let him call us. Should he call us?
4: Well, whatever. Vice versa. Okay, I'm just trying call to us. reboot the whole Skype program.
2: All right.
3: Yay, everybody. So we're working on it. Meanwhile, for the first time, we could hear the music, and I was dancing. I was having a good time. This is Studio Hello. 50. Yay! There you go. Hey, here you go. Good. We got you. We got you. We got hey, you. Hey, that's
2: awesome. You got to, like, love it. All right. Say a, say something else. Real, say who you are real quick, just so we make sure we can hear you. Yeah,
6: something else. yeah my name is Lane McCray. I'm the one and the only LaBouche.
2: There you go. Hey, All right. Hey, Lane, actually,
4: bring intro. the frame down a little bit. We got too much ceiling.
2: Bring your frame down a little bit. There's too much ceiling.
4: Get more in the frame. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, right there. yeah, go. Cool nice. we get to see
2: how beautiful you are. All right. All right, everybody. Good. Now, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Mister Sir Lane McCrae, also known as LaBouche Superstar. Hello, and welcome to the show.
6: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Let thank me you so do much. some introductions. Starting off with my cool, outrageous Man About Town co-host, Mister Ron Russell.
3: Like I said before, baby, sometimes I gotta let you know uh, gild a lily a little about their music, and uh-huh. I feel badly. But with you, my sweetie, oh no, you're my music. I love your music. <laughs> I love your sound. I love your beat. I love I'm a half of a, a gummy bear and your music, <laughs> and baby, I'm flying. <laughs> Woo!
2: Uh. Then we have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. You can't see him, but you can hear him.
4: Welcome to the show, Lane. Your music never gets old. Oh, you you. couldn't. That beat is the best beat ever. And we
2: have a chat room filled with people from all over the world. Say hi to everybody in the chat room.
6: What's up, everybody in the chat room?
2: Hey, you You gotta like love it. And uh, tell us where you actually like. Where are you right now? What country are you in?
6: Uh, I'm at home right now in uh, Germany. In my my home, I had a few days off, so uh, I've been doing a little painting, just kind of chilling out, drinking some wine today. So,
3: you, so live, you live in Germany? That's your home?
6: Yes. I've been living here now, this go around, about five years.
3: Okay. Now, are you going to book my dearest friend in the world, Lily M- Nicole McLeod? Why would she book her? Why would he book her? Because he and she together could be phenomenal. Lily McLeod is my little black songtress who's okay. from Pennsylvania. I okay. want you to look her up. She was on The the, the Factor. What the fuck is this X Factor. X Factor. Okay. She's, she's the hit of Europe. She's in Czech right now. And okay. she just came back from Italy. Actually, you and know And wait her. a minute. And she sings better than Beyonce. What the hell's her name? Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> she sings better. All right? <laughs> Lily McLeod has got a voice that doesn't quit. You should contact. Hang her. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just let me tell him a little
2: bit more because he's not good. Okay, first of all, back in she's the my back, in the, the world, back in the like nineties, she was known as Nicole McLeod, and she had like one or two big dance hits. I don't I forgot what they are. And then she was on the X Factor in America. She's in her fifties and she's gorgeous. She looks like she's twenty, and okay. she came in like fifth place. And she's a great she does dance music and she does everything and she is really really great and he's trying to put a show together for her here in palm springs with laney kazan laney Lainey kazan. kazan is he, he's not gonna know yeah, Lainey kazan.
3: yeah you yeah. know
2: i think he's stupid
3: no like but like, not a lot of people don't know laney kazan everybody knows laney kazan from my big fat greek wedding but if they don't know yeah. her from that she's a singer from way back and she's fabulous so i'm trying to put yeah. lily and laney together what it is is
2: Okay, well, let's talk about him. I I know. I
3: just want to give him one minute because I want him to get to know who we are. Um, Lily said to me on the phone just last night. She said, "I'd love to be working in my country." She said, "But you know, in Europe, I'm famous and everybody loves me, and I don't understand why in my country I'm not as popular." And I said, "Well, you got to come back," and that's how you get popular. Now, are you in Germany because Europe is far more popular for you than America? Well, you know, we first
6: started out. Was here in Germany, and then we kind of made it over here, and then we kind of crossed over the the Atlantic, you know, um, and that's how it kind of happened. So it kind of starts out in one area, and then it grows uh, if you've got the right team behind you. But yeah, uh, I would look her up.
3: Please do. She's wonderful. Meet her because she plays in Germany. She plays all over Europe. You're gonna. I'll to send love you some
2: information. And you will
3: love okay. her. She's the most delicious, delightful, just a my one of my sweetest friends. I love her. So you guys
2: listen.
6: To- oh, I'm huh? sorry. I was just real quick too. Speaking about that, you know, there's another young lady over on the X Factor right now over in London, um, Janice Robinson. Yeah, she's singing.
2: awesome. Yeah. She's so awesome. Her audition was so badass. Yeah. I love watching the. I watch. Yeah, he sleeps at night, and I watch yeah, but the. But L- Lily is better. You don't even know who she's
3: talking about. Nobody's better than Lily. Nobody. <laughs> nobody hits a high C like Lily. Not even Barbara Streisand. Anyway, Janice Robinson. Streisand can't hit the C that Lily. I'm going
2: to get Janice Robinson on
3: our show. Oh, too. Wait, she's the only one else's. that could hit that C is Patti LaBelle. Miss Patty Labelle, Miss my Patti. other oh, I love Miss that Patty bitch. Too. All right, so let's oh, go. First of all, I gotta favorite. make I
2: gotta say a hi because we've got uh, Eileen Shapiro's in the chat room, so she told me to make sure I tell you hi. What's up, Eileen? There you go, Eileen, and Aaron Paul's in there too. And so you guys, Labouche. In case anybody didn't recognize, be my lover. Which I don't know how you could be. Actually, I don't know how anybody could not know, but if you're over 30, you definitely have to know know the song, Be My Lover. It was a huge hit. They also had Sweet Dreams, Falling in Love, Tonight is the Night. Sweet Dreams, that was mine. Fabulous, fabulous, like all these wonderful hits. And now, uh, LaBouche is back again with a brand new single, and it's called Night After Night. And uh, we're going to play it in
3: a little while for everybody after we talk a little bit. Don't say they're back. They never left as far as I'm concerned. They never fucking left. I mean, you know, push, push in la bush. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> Please. You gotta Please. like love it. So I mean, well, I danced to Labouche for to like drop dead one night. I was so loaded. I mean, I was sweating. I think we were at Studio. Was it Studio or one of the? No, the, not Studio Fifty Four. I think it was the Cheetah. The Cheetah in New, it was one of the big clubs in New York. So hang on though, because you don't And it was There's Sweet
2: Dreams. There's a lot of things dreams. that you don't know. So so Labouche. Is reincarnated. How's that? Well you're no, always been No, La-
3: no LaBouche geez, is please let me talk.
2: No, I'm gonna put this mic No, because you don't know what you're throw, talking about. We go. You? You're
3: not right your okay, the lead singer down. Labouche was was too now w-
2: now please let me talk.
3: Presenting now the <laughs> incredible Labouche. Okay. That's how you LaBouche, don't put time on it. He is, he it. is Labouche. Oh.
2: Please listen to me. <laughs> he has a new singer that he's working with on a brand new single. And it's, it's a fabulous song. It's going to be the big hit of 2018 for dance music. Um, but everybody in the chat room was also...
3: Uh, it is to, the big hit. Everybody
2: right? in the chat room also uh, is saying that they love the, the, the new song. They loved Melanie. Uh, they want to talk about it just like a, a little bit about the fact that, like, you guys were together as the Bush. You made all these great hits. She's unfortunately yeah. not with us. And they're all very happy that you're back and that you are still creating and making beautiful music. And, uh, so speak on it just a little bit for all your fans.
6: Well, I will tell you know, me and Melly, you know, we started out together in 1994, and uh, we were pretty much married at the hip, you know, for the greater part of our career. And uh, unfortunately, you know, when she passed away, um, you know, I took a couple of years off from working, you know, just to try to deal with that because it was pretty oh, major, wow. major. And uh, when I went back to, I went to my agent, I won't say who his name is, and I said that I was ready to go back to work. And he politely told me that LaBouche was dead. It died with Mel.
3: Oh, let's, let's tell his name. No, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we could say stupid moron, whatever your name is. Look at LaBouche. They didn't go. Yeah,
6: we'll, we'll, just, we'll just call him stupid moron.
3: <laughs> no, I want to get his no, no, don't, just... slant, the son of
6: a. Yeah, man. I'll tell you off camera. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I said, okay. So I got back with my original agent, uh, Ruby Martinez, his name of music. And we just started formulating this, this continuation And over the years, I've worked with a few different girls, some really great girls. Um, I can't say anything bad about them, but it just wasn't a magical fit. And, um, you know, anyone coming behind Melanie was just an incredible vocalist, you know, um, great person. so we were always kind of chasing a ghost. Yes. Our LaBouche fans, you know, didn't want to let that go. Uh, But luckily, with my new partner, uh, Sophie Cairo uh, from Budapest, um, has some of the nuances of Melanie. Um, she's a great vocalist, great person. Um, the magic is there, you know. So we've Absolutely. got about four, tracks in the can. Should have an album done by the end of the year, um, and uh, I'm just excited about excited about the response that night after night is getting. Uh, we're almost up to seventy thousand likes on um, YouTube. On YouTube uh, in like two great. weeks. In two weeks, you know, so for that, I'm grateful for everyone out there who's listening to it, you know, and we've got some great remixes for some great um, DJs, uh, Stonebridge, um, Mr. Mig, um, uh, Jerry Rapero, I mean, a whole lot on there, so check it out if you haven't heard it.
3: Uh, You know, with with your music, I'm not surprised, so what do you think you're impressing me? I mean, come on, give me a break, (laughs) you guys are great. I mean, you know, please... Like I always say, there's so much shit out there. I could vomit. Crappy stingers, crappy music, fake bullshit artists, and then there are you. You are my friend, like like Tchaikovsky is to symphony music. You your group is just absolutely ageless, timeless, fabulous, and I could get up from the studio right now and dance my ass off. Mm.
6: Well, what I, 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 <clears throat> I, I got to give props to uh, our producer Frank Farron, who produced uh, Boney M and the infamous Milli Vanilli. Um, and as a result of that, when we first came out, we had to do everything, interviews, give us something a cappella to make sure that we were actually singing. Yes. Uh, there are artists today
3: that cannot do what they do live.
2: So yeah, we, we just, know a bunch of them. We
3: went, <laughs> we went to a concert, and I won't name the name of the guy. Yeah. But I said to, I, no, I can't off camera. I said to Jimmy, "He's my age, which is 78 years old." I said, "And no way is he hitting that note." So we went backstage and we met the gang, and I said, "Okay, who's the ghost?" And the one guy came forward and he said, "I am." I said, "I know because there's no way that he could hit those notes anymore. So the, the public is fooled, and they were applauding him like he was really still singing. It was Frankie Valley. What do I give a shit?" Yeah. He, he can't hit those high notes anymore, Frankie. He's got a ghost.
6: 78. I mean, you know, there's a friend of mine. The
3: low too. notes are good, though. The low notes were good. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed yeah. his show. I love Frankie Valley, But, I mean, just don't, you know, don't make believe that those notes are yours. It's kind of not fair. Yeah.
2: I, I can see, though, back in your day. I can see, though, back in the day when you guys were first coming out with all the debacle of Millie Millie and stuff. Year, that, what
3: year was their music? 1991.
2: When did you start? 1991. <laughs> 94. 94. Okay, 1994.
3: Oh, so I could tell you what clubs I was in.
2: Hang on, that's what i really, Because because like singing, like having this to show that you can sing, you know, not in the studio where they've got everything that makes you sound well. And and another thing is a lot of there's a lot of dance club singers who who, like, the music sounds good, but they really can't sing because everything's, like, auto-tuned and they do all kinds of things. And and if you just sit there and sing a cappella, you can't hide that. You know, you can either sing or you can't.
3: No, if I sang today (laughs) and they put me me to the equipment, I could sound like Ella Fitzgerald.
6: (laughs) (laughs) That's a testament to one of the reasons that we have been touring, I think, touring more now than back in the day um, because of that, because we do do live vocals, because it is... um, live, you know, and I think that after the Millie Vanilli thing with my producer, he was very generous with us. He was very, you know, let's just do this. So Frank Farron, I have to say thank you, hats off to you. You know, he did a tremendous job along with the other producers.
3: Um, Way to go, Frank! <laughs> in '94, I was dancing in gay bars on Long Island, and I think I was dancing in Eileen Shapiro's gay bar because she owned a gay bar. She didn't call. own it then, though. Yeah, she did '94? No, she didn't. What year was she? She owned it, owned it in the two thousands. Oh, where the fuck was I in '94? Anyway, so we want to
2: give a shout out first of all uh, to Sophie Cairo because we don't. She's not here with us, and we don't. We've never met her, so but I love so-
3: Sophie Cairo. Was from Budapest? Yes.
2: She's gorgeous. She's yeah. beautiful. She's yes. got a phenomenal voice, and you'll hear it on this new single that they have. That is called "Night After Night." Chad, do you have the single? Because we want to play it for everybody hey, let us hear it. We'll yes, cut sir. him off. Let us hear, it.
3: Chad. Maybe. Chad, you got
2: it. Okay. So then, what we want you to do, Lane, is I want you to introduce the new song. Uh, Four million people are going to hear it now. So you list, you uh, you s- 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 introduce it for us. We're going to play, it and we'll be right back then to talk with you.
6: Okay. You ready? Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce the brand new single after 16 long years, night after night.
3: What a voice he's got, even when he speaks. (laughs)
0: do that one
4: Night After
3: Night. All
2: right, everybody, that's Night After Night by LaBouche. And on the line, we well have done. Lane McCray. And everybody loves it. It's a hit.
3: Lane, congratulations. Oh, like I- Now, he- Lane doesn't know that I have a thing. It's like the Academy Award of songs. If I put it in my car, it's good. If it doesn't go in my car, it sucks. Jimmy, right. put this fucking song in my car today. Uh, and I'll even buy it. And I don't buy anybody's music. Wow,
2: <laughs> I love it. You know, He's this, not lying about that. Everybody no, no, no. I don't blow them.
3: smoke up anybody's ass on the show and they know it. I tell the truth. They don't like it. Get the fuck off. But that's my feelings. <laughs> but yours, I just, this music has got to be forever. It's classical music to me. It's my only music. And I've been around since. Uh, He's 78. Since Motown. When Motown started. When when what's the name was singing? Nothing in the world could ever be a place of my kind. What was the name who I loved? Uh, whatever. And Tammy Cherrell and Marvin Gaye. I'm yeah. from those days. Okay. And I've, I've been through all the music. And what's today sucks. I don't like today's shit music. It makes no yeah. sense. It's noise. Yeah. Noise.
6: You know, it's I was the question about, you know, uh-uh. today's music what I thought about. It. I said, well, you know, music has always evolved, you know, from, you know, one generation to the next generation. And even back then, there was some shit songs, if you will. Um, and yeah, the- but. And I think it's pretty much kind of the same thing now. Um,
3: no, there's more shit today than there was then. Trust well. <laughs> Trust me. One, one argue with
6: that.
3: <laughs> if I had to buy albums, years in 1955 when I bought an album, uh, I had a, a choice of ten great albums. Today I don't have a choice of two, three, which Let is
6: you, How much was an album back then?
3: A beautiful LP of twelve songs was two ninety-five. Well, you can get it on sale for $1.95. ninety-five. Wow. But those were the days of 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 of, of who I'm, I can't think of her name. Mary Wells, my God, Mary Wells. Who? There are no Mary Wells singers. Uh, there's no songs with soul, with 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 meaning. I love you, and you're beautiful, and go. Now yeah. it's I'm, I'm a beat your ass. I'm a cut you, bitch, woman, cunt. I mean, it's horrible shit. There's this 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 mafia. Really
6: shaking, Cristal, pop, yeah. All this horrible. You ins- can't
3: stand any of this that. This insulting of a human being is disgusting. Yeah. Johnny Mantis, stand there just a moment, darling. Let me catch my breath. I've never seen a picture. I mean, any of that. That was
2: good, Lane.
3: (laughs) You know what? When Johnny sang in my day, everybody got pregnant. You were banging each other in the car (laughs) down at the river. No, we used to park in Astoria by the East River and everybody, all the cars were rocking. Everybody was fucking. Because Johnny Mantis was singing and we were in love. Today, you got to get loaded, shoot some heroin to get off, and then listen to this shit music. It's horrible. Your yeah. music, my friend, thank you. Thank, thank, you. You. thank, thank you. No, sir. thank you. Thank you for bringing me some beautiful music. He yeah. loves it. He really, really loves love. dance music. I always tell Jimmy, get that shit off the radio and put on the uh, disco channel on our, on our, what is it called? Serious. We have Serious. Serious. So
2: and, I have a, are you from Germany or where are you? Because your English is perfect. Where are you actually from?
5: <laughs> I'm
2: from
6: Latin, originally from Nairobi. Wow! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm American. I'm from Anchorage, Alaska, originally. Um, I ended
3: up in Europe by way. Where, where th- are you from in America? Anchorage, Alaska. Alaska? You got to be yeah. sure. And you so, I, I, black people in Alaska since when?
6: Look, they got gangs, drive bys. They got all that up in Anchorage. So don't be fooled. I didn't even
3: they think, think they had roads. Are you serious? <laughs> I just thought everybody in Anchorage had red beards.
6: No, no, not, no, not the black folks.
3: Um, no, but the white ones, they all had red-orange beards for some reason. Okay, so you're from yeah. Anchorage,
2: Alaska, and then yeah. why and did, then you I, move, did you move to Germany to pursue a music career, or how did that actually yeah. come about?
6: I actually was in the United States Air Force, and when I was here, when I got in the bush, I was at 15 years of the Air Force <laughs> when I to get out. And so I got out with no retirement, no benefits, no nothing to take a chance on this music thing. And luckily, you know, it worked out. And um, and so this is this is my this is my home now. You know, this I love it over here. You know, I go back to visit my parents, whatnot. But it's um, this is this is where I am. You know, that's
3: that's the same thing Lily says. Lily said she feels like a Tina Turner. She said yeah. Tina didn't do well in America. But Tina's a sensation I mean, in Europe. good, but and I said bullshit. Good. Tina Turner did well with me. I love Tina. What do you? What's love got to do with it? Give me a break. Well, I also I it. that. You
6: know, I kind of sometimes like the, the like the '30s with like Joseph Baker, Du Bois. Oh, During that time, where people kind of left when the shit was kind of hitting the fan in the U.S. Duval. Um, and so I kind of feel like that now a little bit. Um, but. It's just a, a much more relaxed way of life for me over here. Um, um, I think over here, you know, you can work forever, you know, on um, one hit, if that's all you have. But in the U.S., you're only as big as your last hit.
3: Right. Right. Also, so. Europe doesn't have the prejudice that America has, because I know I lived in Italy for a year, and black performers and black people are so accepted in Italy. I mean, it's like, forget about it. They don't even know what Americans are talking about when yeah. they say nasty things about black people. Yeah. Um, it, it's just a whole different culture, an intelligent yeah. culture. You, are oh, you really wait big a minute, in- our country, unfortunately, we have too many stupid fucking uh, redneck Jerk offs that hate everybody. They hate gays. They hate Jews. They hate blacks. They hate everybody. They hate wow. themselves. One thing though that really went worked
2: well for Labouche is that you guys. You know, we're very popular with uh, obviously with the gay culture, but you guys crossed over to such big mainstream, you know, yeah. success because well, a lot of times well, it's hard to break disco out of and, that.
3: Disco and tech is gay music. I mean, we don't have any other well, kind of music. Yeah, I think what
6: happened when we first came out over here in, in Europe, you know, it was all screaming teenage girls and everything. You know, and it was great and everything. And then when we first played the U.S., we played the Cope Cabana in Fort Lauderdale. And
3: uh I know the Copa. I used to live near there. I <laughs> used to go to I used to go to the Copa with that little ceiling I used to suffocate.
6: Yeah, and it's stage and you know, we got up there and you know my typical bumping grinding performance um was taken differently, shall we say, uh there at the yes. Um and it was great. I mean, you know, if you want to come see the show, you like the music, I love it. Uh, we played many gay pride events, you know, over the years from L.A. to Jersey to St. Louis, Chicago, Nashville, Louisville. Uh, so it was the gay community that, in essence, brought us to the U.S.
3: Well, because your music is our music. Yes. There's no question about it. Listen, my friend, when are you come into this country to perform?
6: Well, we just came back up a mini tour. Um, The night after night video we shot in Chicago. We did uh, the Gay Pride there with Maya, and we were in Chicago. We were supposed to be coming to Palm Springs. I think on the twenty. Oh
3: fuck me! Are you kidding?
6: Uh, That's where we live. We live in Palm
3: Springs. (laughs) Okay, get ready, baby. Get
6: ready. The big AIDS charity
3: there. Um, Sure. uh, Oh, okay. Okay. we, we
2: actually just moved here in February, so the next time you come, we definitely want to come see
3: you. And you're going to come to the house, I'm going to cook you an Italian meal, my pal.
6: <laughs> I just eat some some, some 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 rigatoni, stuffed pasta shells. I love okay, it. Yes, we love I love all that.
3: I make all that shit. Um so when you come in, let us know ahead of time. We'll do all the PR for it. We'll get it out to the people. So we'll no. pack the house. No.
6: Yeah, man, because it's a private party for uh, one of your ABC News constituents there. Um, it's turning 30, and um, and wanted us to come. So
3: um, We might need to be invited to that. Who is, is it? I don't know. We'll Can you, give the, name? No, you can't give the name? You can't no, give
2: the that. name. I can't give the name. No, you can't give the name. Don't. <laughs> well, we'll see, mate. We, go, <laughs> to, fair, we, go, we, to, we go to
3: all the social events in Palm Springs. Okay. And oh, you're yeah, I love it. What about in Europe? You're playing a
2: lot of because You said you're almost busier than ever and playing shows and stuff, so you got a lot of shows yeah. coming up.
6: We are booked up until 2020, if you can mm. believe
2: that. Oh my um, God, that's awesome!
6: Yeah, um, I mean it's just been amazing. There's several like these 90s. We love the 90s shows. Yes, You do with you know Snap, Culture B, Two Unlimited, um, AC I and mean, all the 90s artists. And so we're every Thursday, Friday,
3: Saturday, Sunday, we're somewhere. Uh, okay, if, do you do you? Have, I love that. Do you have somebody that warms up for you before you go on?
2: Um, he, 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 he just said he does tours with like a whole bunch of other famous groups from the 90s. I know, but who
3: warms it up? Nobody.
2: You don't need a warm up when you got Why? 10 other groups. When we from went the to 90s. see, what's the name? They had a warm up. Exposé, no, they didn't. All those people were famous. Are
3: you kidding? <laughs> no, I thought they were warm well,
6: up. Well, somebody, <laughs> somebody always goes first, and that's usually my friend, um, Sonny Carlson, who's aka Wigfield. Right. Well, maybe, uh, maybe
3: when well. you talk to Lily. <laughs> and I love Lily. Lily needs a good break, buddy. If you want to give a, a, a I will a, send you information you, on Lily to make Ron happy. Just go off to YouTube and look up Lily McLeod singing Alabaster Bucks. She does dance music though too. I mean, give me a fucking break. She is phenomenal. I don't push shit, by the way. I lo- I only push talent. She is not only beautiful, but I love her soul. <laughs> I may have
6: seen her sing alabaster
3: blocks sure you do she's the she was the lady and they said how old are
2: you and she, she said 51 or something 54 yeah. Big, yeah. Afro. big afro but she yeah. has a lot of dance yeah. music that fits in with what you guys do yeah. and she, yes. she's right. phenomenal and
3: lily, lily will love you you'll love lily she's just the most delightful human being. hang on we've got two minutes so i want to get some stuff in all right so
2: so first of all how for, we can follow you on twitter at sir lane mccray That's S-I-R-L-A-N-E-M-C-C-R-A-Y, which you got to follow me back. You're not following me, so follow me back, and I'll help promote stuff. And do you guys have a website, or where do they go to find out where your shows are?
6: Officiallabouche.com.
2: Okay, so everybody go to officiallabouche.com. Labouche is spelled L-A-B-O-U-C-H-E. So officiallabouche.com. Check out all the shows. When they're coming to America, we'll let you know so you can go. But we have, like listeners, we have a huge, huge U.K. audience
6: yeah, and you can also check us out. Uh, check me out at uh, sirlane Our dot com. Itinerary is on there. Um, Any of your requests: t shirts, autographs, CDs,
0: blah blah blah. All
2: right, you guys go to sirlane mccray com. You gotta love it too. And congratulations for uh, finding Sophie and, and and you guys collaborating and and putting and, out and, such and
3: great new music. Can you put his new song in my car? Yeah, I can put his new song in your car. I have to go to Home Depot now. <laughs> I can put this song in guys. Can. No, seriously. I drive a convertible a TT Roadster. And okay. I was I was driving one day to traffic light. And I happened to have, it wasn't Lily. I had my other sweetheart Yeah, BNGB. Or, BNGB, who I'm I right, love. You got like 10 she, seconds. Ha, she wrote a song, Angie, about our wedding. It's called, yeah. It's called Love. Yeah, that's her yeah Angie yeah. B she and anyway I love Angie and she wrote a song especially for Jimmy and I for our wedding and I had wow. it on at a traffic light and somebody leaned forward and said who is that singing she's fabulous and I said Angie B and it's we, cool. we like all the like 80s and 90s I actually originally <laughs> started I, ri- I originally
2: started this show seven years ago to promote all my favorite like 80s and 90s actors and, and movie uh-huh. stars and TV stars and music stars and that's how the show actually originated back in the day um, so we're like super excited
3: to have you on and i'm super but angie's another one you might want to contact and, under. and she's all a, these girls need help yeah. to get it going again and you got the power you got the clout i mean help okay we got to go though so it's forfeit do you guys follow follow
2: sir lane mccray on twitter we want to thank you and congratulations on your new single night after night it's
3: fantastic and and we Love great it
2: you. So, so much very-
3: All right, Lane. Bye-bye. Lane, a pleasure to meet you. See you in Palm Springs. Absolutely. (laughs) Take it for sure, baby. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody.
2: What a great song. Thanks for tuning in, you guys, this week. We had two great guests. We really enjoyed them. Thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.
0: We got the clothes inside the party. Let's get back to crazy Jimmy. We got myself alone as I'll be the one and only the Turkish MC. Always have the clothes of Jimmy. Page, I'm your one to be Jimmy stuff, new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy stars. He'll dress you right. You'll feel like the star. We'll hook you up. Now you look sexy. Your game is tight. We're gonna get late tonight. I need you.